Welcome to the Chronically Courageous Podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie Howard. Since I was a child, I've had chronic pain, yet was told time and time again that it was all in my head. So I pushed through my symptoms and I built a successful career until I found myself crouched on the floor of my office, barely conscious. After finally getting a diagnosis, I had to learn how to embrace the life I've been given as fully and happily as possible. Now, it's my mission to help you do the same. Join my guests and I each week for inspiring stories and tips on navigating the complexities of chronic illness. Together, I believe we can move forward with courage, passion, and purpose. Hello, everyone. So this week is going to be a little bit different and a little bit more informal. Please forgive the informality, but I had a cancellation for my interview scheduled this week and at the last minute asked my friend Judy of over 20 years to step in and do a little informal Q&A session in her backyard. So we did that and I want you to please also send Judy some love. She is going through a pretty major surgery coming up and several uh, chronic and acute health conditions. So please keep her in your thoughts and prayers and please send some positive healing energy her way. Judy has actually spent majority of her life caring for other people and I've seen it myself. She actually was the first person to take care of my son when he was a baby and I returned to work and she was kind of that Kool-Aid mom but then she also had a very good career as a registered nurse working in both pediatrics and the emergency room. So Judy has spent the majority of her life taking care of others and now she's in a position where she needs a little care herself so I've been helping her out with some things and today I gave her the opportunity to ask me some questions and I wanted to share it with all of you so I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of the Chronically Courageous. This is Bonnie and this week I'm doing something a little bit unorthodox. I am actually in my friend Judy's backyard my former neighbor and we are going to have a little conversation judy's got some questions for me because she's going through her own uh, battle with several illnesses and she's got a few questions for me so judy if you could go ahead and introduce yourself and give us uh, what you'd like to learn from me hi my name is judy venezia and i've been suffering with chronic illness for many years and I am just, you know, amazed at how positive Bonnie is 99.9% of the time that I see her or I interact with her. And I'm just wondering, how, how are you doing it? How do you keep such a positive attitude? Thanks, Judy. Yeah, I get that question quite a bit, actually. Um, and it's, it, I wish there were one thing I could tell you, but there's a, there's a combination of things. And I really have like a daily routine of things that I do, starting with the way that I start my day. And the way that I start my day is I don't look at all my messages on my cell phone. <clears throat> I don't respond to what everybody else wants because when we start our day that way, we start in a reactive mode and it just triggers that stress response immediately. 
and it puts us into that fight or flight state and that is the worst possible thing for our health. When we're healing, we need to be in a place where we can rest and allow our bodies that time and space to heal. So the first thing that I do in the morning is I put on my headphones and I put on uh, music with usually with binaural beats, which is a special kind of music that helps to kind of get you in a deeper state of meditation. Is there an app for that? There is an app for that, yeah. And um, there are several apps. The one that I use is called Insight Timer, and I will definitely put a link to that in the show notes. It's a free app, although there's a paid version as well, but it gives you access to a variety of guided meditations and um, meditation music, and they even have courses. So I start my day, and I'm, I'm doing a pretty intense thing right now. I'm doing about an hour of meditation in the morning. So. I will put my headphones on and I do some deep breathing and just to relax my nervous system when I first start. And then I'm working on something called brain rewiring right now. So what I do is in my mind, I picture what I want my life to be and how I will look and feel at my healthiest and, and best. So I actually conjure up like stories in my mind of, I'm going to be on the stage of Tony Robbins talking to thousands of people and inspiring thousands of people to feel their best and giving people advice and coaching. And I sometimes I will envision myself on the beach leading a group of women through a retreat and teaching them the things that I've learned to heal myself. So... And Just, that is, and you're saying heal yourself, you're saying, you know, with chronic illness specifically because um, that makes a difference from acute versus chronic. Right, right. That's a good point. And, you know, here's the thing. Really, this kind of brain rewiring applies to both acute and chronic illness, but there are many, many things, and there's been many examples of people that have done brain rewiring that have gotten themselves out of wheelchairs, that have shrunk uh, tumors and there's all sorts of measurable things that people have where people have actually healed themselves and it's absolutely incredible so I'm actually working with a coach right now on doing this and the brain is more powerful than we give it credit for and if you look up Joe Dispenza I'll put a link to some of his stuff as well he is he's more science-based versus faith-based and he's done scientific research where he's actually done EEGs on people which you know studying the brain waves and how they function before and after the brain rewiring and he's seen dramatic improvements and therefore also the improvements of their physical well-being and you know he's he's cured people of things that you'd never imagine could be cured through just thought alone and Bonnie I've known you for what 20 years 24 years oh my gosh something like that yes and anyways and I'm just looking at her, you and you know what what things have you done internally and externally to deal with all your pain issues and and your chronic illnesses sure Judy I'm happy to answer that and yes we go back quite a long way I think we met in like 1995 probably 96 okay when when I moved in and uh, Judy was actually the first person to see my son walk which I was really sad about because <laughs> I had just gone back to work I came back from work and uh, and you're like guess what and you showed me that he could walk and I was like I can't believe I missed the first time of him walking 
But anyway, to answer your question, yes, my lifestyle has changed dramatically since back then, for sure. I was definitely always in a state of reactivity back then, and I think you might remember that I was a little less chill probably than I am now. Um, it was very easy to kind of set me off and um, trigger me, and now I am much more centered and calm, and I, I do think a lot of that is because of the internal work that I've been doing with... The inner peace. The inner peace, yeah, yeah, and that comes from you know, really just living in a constant state of gratitude. And, you know, I, I do gratitude journal every day. I write at least three things a day that I'm grateful for. But in addition to that, it's really just stopping and looking and literally smelling the flowers and looking at the birds and listening to the birds sing and just really appreciating the things that so often we don't look at and we're sitting here on Judy's patio and as we're sitting here I'm seeing a little hummingbird it's so adorable eating <laughs> she has a hummingbird feeder so you're, you're doing that right Judy you're doing that already that's great so yes so definitely working on the inner peace and really just not allowing my external environment to to control how I feel because it's so easy especially now with coronavirus and the political climate and all of but, the things. But you seem so healthy. How do you detox? What kind of things do you do to clean out your system and to keep you feeling the best you can for that day? Right. And gosh, there's so many things. So let's start with food. I mean, food is medicine and it, it can be medicine or it can be poison. And one of the things that I did, I think probably the most dramatic thing was I cut out all gluten from my diet. And I, I know from having made the mistake of accidentally eating gluten that I am just in excruciating pain when I do. So cutting out gluten has been huge. I also cut out dairy because both dairy and gluten cause a lot of inflammation as does sugar. So I have not completely cut out sugar, but my sugar intake is very, very low. And those are, those are major things. I also don't eat processed foods. I eat, mostly my diet consists of organic, fresh fruits and vegetables. And yeah, and then for proteins, I don't, I don't eat meat, but I do eat fish and quinoa and things of that nature. And you know, not, not butters and, and yes, and beans and lentils and things like that, yes. So I also am uh, taking kind of a little cocktail of supplements. Of course, you know, a multivitamin, but one that's a little bit more sophisticated, I think, than the average multivitamin that has some extra like omegas and biotin. And the other thing that I do is I drink a lot of electrolytes. I, I make sure that I get a lot of electrolytes in because that helps, you know, if, you, if I drink water and many of us, when we drink water, the water goes right through us and we wind up just as dehydrated as when we started, but the electrolytes allow you to maintain that water in your body and really hydrate your body and bring that balance back. So that's another and thing that what, I do. What is, what is some, where do you find like a, bottles of electrolytes? I mean, how, I mean, I, you know, when I feel, when I'm nauseated and I know I can't, I'm not gonna be able to eat for a couple of days, then I drink Gatorade and water. Is that what you're referring to as re replenishing electrolytes? Yes and no. So yes, Gatorade has electrolytes, but it's definitely not the most healthy option out there. Um, I'm blanking out on the name of it right now. I'll have to look it up and I'll put it in the show notes. But there is a specific product that I buy online that has trace minerals in it. 
and it's very healthy. It's extremely low in sugar, and it doesn't have any additives or preservatives, no is gluten. It flavored or does it taste does like have, water? It does have flavor, yeah. Yep. So I've also been taking something called Cytodetox, which was recommended to me by my uh, health coach, and that is a, um, a binder that helps to remove heavy metals and, and stuff from your body. So Toxins. Yeah, the toxins, and I take that twice daily. Um, let's see, what else? So, Your yeah, celery a lot of, juice in the morning? Oh, yes, my celery juice. Thank you for reminding me. Every morning I, drink, I juice 16 ounces of celery, and that helps to give me a lot of energy. It helps with skin and hair and digestion. And it's not something that I recommend jumping right into right away. When I started it, I had to go slow at first because initially it can upset your digestive system if you have a sensitive digestive system, which I do. But eventually it does definitely feel better. And it, it can be something that's an acquired taste, but now I drink my celery juice and I go outside and I just sit in nature and I sip it and enjoy it and I can't start my day without it. That's, that brings me to my next point. So another thing that I do for both my physical and my mental health. Just back yeah. to the celery juice for a mm -hmm. moment. I have tried that and I'm not really big on celery, but I have put a couple mangoes in there, put bananas in there. So you can, you can add some fruit, add something healthy. You know, I threw in a little spinach or kale and you know what? And the, and the, so the celery juice, you can barely taste the celery. So it's tolerable, it, but it is definitely an acquired taste and you just need to be patient and get used to it. And you know, I put mine into a, um, into the, my Vitamix. So I, I make a smoothie out of it. Right. Right. And that's, and that's great too. Um, I follow the medical medium who, uh, recommends that you take your celery juice straight and on an empty stomach. And he says that there, there are special um, sodium cluster salts that have a special property. And if you add anything else to it, it, it uh, diminishes that. Negates it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it negates it. So I am careful to just have my celery juice first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, nothing added. Glad I'm doing everything right. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, Judy, to help. This is wonderful. To help teach you. So... So then, yeah, nature has been a huge thing for me too. And as we sit here in nature, I, I feel better already. I feel better any time that I'm outside. There's something very healing about nature. And when you think back to the old days, people, you know, people lived outside and they, you know, they farmed. They, yeah, they farmed and everything was very natural. And, and you know, we were in nature so much more than we are now sitting in front of our computers all day with the blue light, which reminds me, I use blue light blocking glasses to help with um, migraines and sleep. Uh, so that's something that I do usually about an hour before I go to bed at night is I put on my blue light blocking glasses. And that helps for if you're watching TV or looking at a cell phone prior to bed, it can really disturb your um, your deep sleep and your REM sleep. So by putting the blue light blocking glasses on, that helps to not inhibit your your good sleep. And again, where where do you recommend getting those? Online, <laughs> Amazon? I think you know the whole. Um system out there <laughs> yes so you can get them on amazon but the ones that i've heard work the best which i'm actually going to invest in for myself is called blue blocks and i know that some of my podcast friends uh actually work with this company and they have 
coupon codes for it. So I'll go ahead and put that in the show notes as well so that everybody can use. I know Christina Rice, who I had on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, does sponsorships for them and she has a discount code that you can use for blue blocks. So that's one thing. Another thing, so getting back, going outside and just taking your shoes off and standing in the grass and rooting your feet into the ground and really visualizing that your feet are like growing roots and going into the ground and it just makes you feel more centered more down to earth more at peace and I will go to the park and take my shoes off and walk around and just feel the grass on my feet and sometimes I'll sit under a tree and just sit there for a while and sit backed up against the tree if there aren't ants on it <laughs> and, and it I can tell you there have been several days in the past week where I have not felt my best and every time I came back from my walks at the park I felt energized I felt happier I felt more peaceful it's it's truly it's underrated it really is healing and it's free so take advantage of it how do you stay so self-motivated or so self-disciplined on doing that on the days that I feel bad I stay on the couch you know I'm uncomfortable I'm in pain I don't feel like doing anything so how do you get that self-discipline you know interweaved into your life that is a really great question Judy I I struggle too that some days and I I happen to be a pretty self-disciplined person but I think the biggest thing behind me staying as disciplined as I am is because my my purpose is my purpose is Judy's giving me hand puppets. I don't know what she's saying. I was saying okay. oh my god, Judy is uh, doing hand puppets to show me OCD, which yeah, that's a thing too. But but that's not my purpose behind this. I think really like when you when you truly want to commit to something, having a, a purpose behind it is the number one thing because if you can look back at what is what is the reason that I'm doing this and you know and it's like yeah it's to feel good but okay why do I want to feel good and dig dig a level deeper than that well I want to feel good so I can be the best mother and fiance and friend and but beyond that like I want my purpose my deep underlying purpose is I want to help other people who are suffering with chronic illness to heal because I've been there I know what it's like and I do, I, I want to help people I just and we live it every day by day every day yeah we are all kind of in the same boat right absolutely and we're in this together and it's my goal to help as many people as I can to heal so um, the other thing to keep in mind Judy is it's Rest is not something to feel ashamed of. And this is something that I struggle with. And I know you and I know how you are and that it's difficult for you to Sit to rest. Still. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm the I same. I ADHD on top of all the other stuff. <laughs> Join the club. I am too. So it's, I'm learning and this is something my health coach is really helping me with is to get into my feminine energy, which doesn't mean being more of a girl. It means being in the mode of receiving and relaxing and not always going and doing and having to cross things off the list. So if I feel tired now, I will stop and I will rest or I'll stay in bed that extra hour if I need it. 
and it's and it's sometimes it's still difficult for me because I feel this sense of shame or guilt that maybe I should be doing something more but I know that I'm doing the most important thing that I can do for myself which is allowing my body that time and that rest that it needs to heal and repair itself so when you're still not feeling well you still get up and go for a walk even if it's barefoot and you just I mean where does that drive come from yeah that's also a good question you're full of good questions <laughs> we're gonna have to do this more often okay. so I there are days when I don't have enough you know energy or you know I feel really dizzy or something and I can't feel safe going for a walk so I well, instead, I'll go into the backyard and I'll stand on the grass and I'll ground and I'll do a little stretching. I'll do something. There's a method called Egoscu that I've learned, and I, I don't I know a little bit of it, not a lot, but I may have an Egoscu specialist come on my show at some point to share more about that. Could you put a link on that? I will put a link on Thank that, you. absolutely. But it's generally it's you know just some real basic exercises to kind of get the blood flowing and get your body properly aligned. And I'll do that while I'm standing in the grass, or if I don't feel well enough to sit or to stand, I will sit on the grass. And, you know, pretty much anybody can find the find a way to make that happen, hopefully, if you're in the right climate, which fortunately I am. So that helps. And, you know, good, good days and bad days, you know, how do you find the courage to deal with this without falling into a deep depression, without, you know, isolating and reaching out to others who have similar things? But where does your courage come from? Again, Judy, I think it really comes back to that purpose and knowing that everything we want is on the other side of fear. And I had to go through that a few times to really learn that. And, you know, a perfect example of that is starting this podcast, right? It's like, who, who am I to start this podcast? I mean, you know, what's so special about me that people are going to want to listen to me? But the truth be told, I have, and Judy's raising her hand because, you know, she loves me. She's one of my my number one listeners, And um, but I love you all. You know that. <laughs> and I think that we really just have to realize that, okay, if, if we look at where we are in our lives right now and we're not necessarily happy with what that place is, what do we have to lose by taking that step? Yeah, and really, you know, every every day is a new day, and one day may not be so great, and, you know, I had a migraine yesterday, but today's a new day, and I feel a lot better, and I really made an extra effort this morning when I was doing my brain rewiring meditation to really, really focus on how I wanted my, my day to look and how I wanted to move throughout my day and setting intentions. I think intention setting is another really big thing. How do I want to show up in the world today? How do I want to influence others? How do I want to contribute make... to society? Right, right, exactly. And and these are the things sometimes when we, those of us like you and I, Judy, who like to take care of others and help other people, sometimes we may have a, a hard time with loving ourselves or, you know, enough to do things just simply for ourselves and we need a little bit of external motivation. So if we can turn it around and say, how do we show up in the world for other people so that we can contribute and make other people smile and feel good and feel happy? And if that's the thing that initially motivates us to get moving, then go for it. But I will say self-love is extremely important, which brings me to one other thing that I'll, I'll make a point on. Every morning when I wake up, part of my routine is to turn on my 
selfie camera. And this may sound very egotistical, but it's not. It's, it's, it's about learning to love yourself. And I will look in my camera and say, I love you, Bonnie. And I challenge all of you to do that. Look in the mirror and tell yourself genuinely and authentically that you love yourself because that every single day, absolutely. And every time you pass a mirror, go for it and say it because it will get less and less uncomfortable as you go. And it's just something that if you don't love yourself, then you can't possibly be any good to anybody else. You, that's where, that's where it all begins. As much as you're willing to love yourself is as much as you have the capacity to love others. I also was a nurse for 25 years. So, you know what, that was my life. Um, I got divorced when my kids were one, six and 12. So raised them by myself and also worked nights and worked just to um, survive. So basically, I equated myself with serving others was my identity. And, and now with you know these chronic illnesses and I'm unable to work any longer in the field of nursing. And so I feel like you know, I just have a loss of identity. You know, I feel like I'm not contributing to society. You know, I feel like I'm isolating in my home. And that's not the healthy way to do that. And, you know, it's wonderful, and I understand that you're working with a health coach, but, you know, in my situation, I do not have that um, allowance in my budget. So how do you, what do you recommend on, you know, dealing with these kind of issues when you don't have a health coach? Just listen to your podcast more? That's actually, that was part of my answer. But, and not just my podcast, there are so many, that's the thing, we're in the internet age, and there are so many free resources out there that are wonderful, and some of them are podcasts, there are different Facebook groups you can join, like the Medical Mediums Facebook group, where he provides free advice all the time. And you'll put that on your... I will put that on the show notes. Judy's going to hold me to putting all of this in the show notes so she can make it all happen. Well... Yeah. With my brain tumor, I, I need to be able to, you know, re rehear this over and over again before yes. I can process it and write notes. And when I write it down is when I remember it. I totally understand. I actually, on that same note, I go, when I go to the doctors, I record every doctor's appointment because there's so much information coming at me at once. I can't possibly remember it all. So, and I'm not gonna sit there and scribble down notes. So I will ask questions and I'll write questions before I go to my doctor's appointments so that I know exactly what I wanna get answered and that I don't forget anything. And I press my record button on my phone like I'm doing right now. And that way I have the entire conversation recorded. I can go back and listen to it and take notes after the fact. Yeah, with that, Judy, I think uh, I think it's a wrap. Thank you so much for asking such great questions, very insightful, and hopefully it helped you and will also help a lot of my listeners. So is there anything else before we uh, finish off that you'd like to share or ask? As all I can say is to keep, keep listening to Bonnie's Chronically Courageous podcasts, and you will get a wealth of information and a sense of peace about yourself right where you at in this season. Aw, thank, thank you for having me. It was my pleasure, Judy. Thank you so much. And now Judy and I get to go play in her pool. Everyone have a fabulous week. I love you all. And if you need anything or have anything you want to ask me about, 
please feel free to email me at bonnie at the chronically courageous.com. With that, have a great week. Mwah. It means the world to me that you took your time and energy to listen to this entire episode of the chronically courageous. If you know others that would benefit from listening, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate and review the show on your podcast player of choice. I welcome your feedback and questions. So please email me at bonnie at the chronically courageous.com. That's B-O-N-N-I at the chronically courageous.com. As always, I'm sending you so much love, happiness, and healing.